From the Gospel of St. Mark, if your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell, to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell. Where, where there, worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. The question I want to pose for today is kind of from a tough gospel. And this is, am I living for heaven or for something else? If I find myself not living for heaven, then it might be good for me to take an honest look at what I am living for. It might be tough to face the reality of what I'm living for if I realize, well, that it isn't God. But this awareness alone of what it might be will free my heart greatly for whatever might be slowly but surely leading me down to a path, well, the opposite of heaven, hell. I hate to say it so bluntly like that, but Jesus said it first today in this gospel. He said, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go into hell. These last several years, I was working in campus ministry, and one of the priests gave a homily to the students about this passage. He translated this phrase of Jesus into something that they could relate to. If your smartphone causes you to sin, get a dumb phone. It is better to enter heaven with a dumb phone than to go into hell with a smartphone. A sin that many college students struggle with is pornography, and their phones give an easy access to those pornographic images and videos, and it compromises their soul. So I want to use his translation of this gospel passage as we talk about today, the compromises that we make on our path to heaven, because it takes some detachment of whatever we desire more than God. One of our sisters talks about how a really powerful way to overcome a attachment is looking at um, when there's a passion that's not leading us to God. She says, a passion is overcome by a more powerful passion. Makes sense, right? So what does this mean in reference to detachment? Let me use an example. If I have an inordinate passion for watching a TV series on Netflix or watching football games all afternoon, I might recognize that, hey, I struggle to disconnect from those things. A stronger passion that will want to make me set aside that TV series or those football games could help make those things lose their attraction. Maybe getting to go see my favorite music group at a live concert. Or that will make me more happy to skip out on watching any kind of TV show or soccer game. So I sacrifice in order to seek the stronger passion or opportunity. But what's the issue here? When talking about seeking God more than my TV show or seeking him more than wanting to see my favorite band? Well, because of my fallen nature and preoccupation with life here, the here and now, I might not even desire heaven very strongly or desire to be with him. I might already be satisfied, or so I think I am at least. Or I might be distracted by passing things or indifferent to the more profound joys of life. And this is where the step to go deeper needs to take place. Otherwise, we might live our lives hoping God lets us keep all of our hobbies, pleasures, earthly possessions, and ambitious pursuits, and he lets us get to heaven nonetheless. In this gospel, I think he asks you and me, 
do you want heaven? Do you want me more than all of that? And I'm, I'm the only one who can answer this question. You're the only one who can answer that question to him. It's a foundational question and it's not rhetoric. So every gospel, as we see, has some good news for us. And in this passage, what is the good news? I think it's that Jesus wants us whole. He wants all of us. And it doesn't seem like that because he, he tells us to cut off our hands, cut off our feet and have our eyes taken out if something leads us into sin. So what does it mean that he wants us whole? He wants us integrated with ourselves, with our passions in order, our intellect being able to discern and know the good and our will desiring and choosing the things of God. If I'm whole, then with his grace, I can love him with all my heart, all my mind and all my strength. I can love with all myself, even without a hand, without a smartphone, without powers and riches. Here's the good news. We don't need anything to enter into the kingdom of heaven, just our whole self. So the question today is, what's standing in your way then from being able to bring your whole self to heaven?